It is time for the Midlife Hockey Crisis Beer League Podcast, brought to you by WinningSynthetics.com, your one-stop for all things Amsoil, and TheHockeyArsenal.com. Now, here are your hosts, TJ Hollingsworth and Daniel Dickerson. two... Thank you, Kelly. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another exciting, action-packed, fun-filled episode of the fastest-growing beer league podcast in America. And as far as I know, the only hockey beer league podcast that I'm aware of. It is the Midlife Hockey Crisis Beer League Podcast. And I am your host, TJ Hollingsworth, joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the man who put one in last night. We'll talk about that later. The dangling one, dangling Dave Dickerson. 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 <laughs> I don't know if I deserve that. What's up, everybody? What's going on, hey. man? How are you, man? You put one in, too. Let's not, I put one let's in too. not forget that. And that's going to be another show. Yeah. We'll, we might talk about that. We have time at the end of this one. Hey, everybody. Uh, I am very excited to announce we have a brand new sponsor to the show. Uh, this is really cool. Uh, if you've been following us on Instagram, which you should be, you saw that I whipped out my uh, cam box mkv3 helmet cam now this was a camera i originally brought bought for motorsports for my kart racing uh unlike uh, unlike the gopro or the the other small action cams you see this camera actually fits inside the helmet uh right above your right where your forehead that part of your helmet meets and it velcros in it is super ultra thin uh 4k hd it is gorgeous and it puts out some amazing video uh without having uh you know the any helmet modifications which we all know that usa hockey tends to frown upon which i can't blame them for that uh but this fits snugly inside the helmet Dave, when i wear this thing most people don't even know i have it on uh, I couldn't even tell. Like, it, you had to tell me you uh, you had it on your helmet. It's exactly. Awesome. In fact, i got to be real careful. I have to warn everybody. Hey, guys, I, I do have a camera on, so be careful what you say. But uh, this is one of the coolest things. I invite everyone to jump over on Instagram. You go to Midlife Hockey Crisis. You can also find us on uh, on YouTube as well. But most of the video is up is on Instagram. You can see just how cool this helmet is. Well, we are partnering up with the fine folks at CamBox, and they are offering a 5% discount to all Midlife Hockey Crisis Beer League podcast uh, listeners. So they are jumping on board with our good buddy uh, Andy over at the Hockey Arsenal. And we are using the same promo code, MIDLIFE, all capital letters, MIDLIFE, for 5% discount. Now here's what's real cool. Here's what CamBox is doing. CamBox is allowing you to use this discount with any other sales program they have. So anytime they run a special, anytime they run in a freebies or what have you, you can still utilize this promo code and get your 5% off. Uh, if you'd like to check it out, go to uh, store.cambox, C-A-M-B-O-X, Mecca, M-E-C-A dot U-S dot store. I think I got that right. I want to make sure. Yeah. No, no, dude, just cam, cambox, Mecca dot U-S, and you'll see their store there. Again, that's store.cambox, C-A-M-B-O-X-M-E-C-A dot us and check out all the cool stuff they have there you're going to be seeing a lot more uh great video as i kind of get this dialed in i mean this is a, a piece of equipment that was meant for motorsports i thought let's just throw it in the hockey helmet and see how it looks and it was spectacular uh you can see some all the video i shot from the uh from when we played on the echl ices there uh my first uh, barely goal of this session uh the video is up there as well as some highlights you can see over on the youtube channel but it's all at midlife hockey crisis both YouTube and on uh, Instagram. So check that out and welcome aboard. And thanks for jumping on, guys. Cambox, the 
MKV3, an amazing camera. So anyway, Dave, we have got a great show lined up today. Uh, you know, we spent every episode we've done, we've talked about what it's like playing up, playing either defense or offense, you know, wingers, centers, or what have you. But today, we thought right. we'd bring you a different perspective from the rear. Uh, joining us on the line right now, all the way from beautiful South Bend, Indiana, I believe, is the one and only Will Cross. Will, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Are you still up in South Bend? <laughs> well, <laughs> Are you still up in South Bend, Will? Yes, I am. Very good, very good. And so, you know, usually when when kids loiter around the campus at Notre Dame, they ask him to leave. But but Will's been pretty good about not staying in the same spot very long. So, we appreciate you being on. Now, Will, I met you through Dave at a stick and puck. You are you are part of our traveling team, the the, the Halifax Highlanders. And uh, yes, I, I met you through Dave. So, Dave, I'm, I'm going to let you kick this thing off. How did you guys meet? Bill, uh, yeah, him and I were just talking a second ago. I, we, we've both taken some shots at the head, probably him as more. I, I think we met at Stick and Puck or some sort of game. I mean, I want to say we met on Tinder for men, but uh, I don't. Dude, uh, it's been so long ago, man. I, I feel like Will's been a part of my life for a long time, which is wonderful. But I don't remember, man. Do you? I, I remember it was in the D-League over at uh, Fisher's. I know uh, we've, I've been bouncing from team like filling in for goalies on the d-league teams out there and right yeah we started off at fishers i knew yeah. love love started at fishers Aww. <laughs> Aww. It, it was it was love in the lobby we should have done it this show on valentine's day oh yeah you know what yeah because will got uh my daughter is infatuated with fedex and will got her a uh, a little fedex truck yeah I remember clear as mud now yep 100 percent, man <laughs> that's a long time ago that was so I've talked to Will. Uh, man, it's been a while. I, I think I came up for a game or something. You let me use your garage. I left you some cash. So it was like a dirty transaction. <laughs> but, but, you know what? It felt right to me. <laughs> it, did. it did. I didn't shower for a week after that. But, man, it's Ooh. good to hear your voice. And I, we got a tournament coming up in a couple of weeks. So I'm super pumped. I'm so excited for this. Well, hey, let's jump right yeah. into it. I, Will, I yeah. want to kick this sure. off. Will, why? Sure. When, when did you start playing goaltender and why? Uh Officially, it was when I was mid twenties. Again, started after I w- I've I've always wanted to play through middle school, high school, but never had the chance to. So, when I got a real job, I started going to my local <laughs> adult learn to play, and I became infatuated with the gear and the position, and just started off with learn to play. So that so that's that's amazing. That's something you don't hear very often. Typically, your goaltenders are guys that you know either uh, took the sport up early in life, you know, and, and played you know through Pee Wee and, and and all that, uh, or had been playing up and then moved back to goaltender. So you've never played up. You never played defenseman or forward or anything. No, not on ice. Uh, I played a little bit of roller hockey in high school, but my high school growing up didn't even have a hockey team. So. I'm familiar with that. So, Cole, well, let me ask you a question. That I mean, as a, a brand-new player, uh, you know, mm-hmm. n- new to ice, new to the position, I mean, what were some of the big challenges you ran into, uh, you know, putting on the equipment and playing, a, playing that position? Uh, mostly it was learning how to find the right equipment. Uh, I went to play it against sports and bought all the wrong stuff to start with, so everything <laughs> just felt uncomfortable. Right. And then you get, you get to oh, – but I, I still love to play, so I adjusted with the equipment and then gradually changed in the proper fitting stuff for what was essentially broken equipment. But then it's learning the uh, 
getting your body to learn the f- basics of the, you know, getting getting your legs to spread out the right way, getting right. the right movements down. Because it, it's, it's a whole different mindset. Instead of going forward, back, and turning all the time, you're shuffling left, right. Right, right. Using a whole different muscle group when you're playing in the net. We always give all the other players advice, whether we're playing center and we yell at the right wing or defense yells at the, everybody. Um, what, what do you, what would you say, you know, uh, some advice you would say, some of the new guys or even the older guys, like having a goalie perspective of the game. Mm-hmm. What are some advice, some of your best uh, pieces of advice to the guys that are playing up? Like, obviously don't, don't shield me as one. Don't, don't, you know, crowd don't screen me, me bro. Yeah, don't screen me, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's basically number one is that uh, let the goal, let your goalie see the puck if you if you got a shot. I mean his best reaction it comes from his sight, so if he can't see it, he can't stop it. Right. But he also the goalie also has a lot more padding up front than a defenseman or a forward who tries to block the shot. So <clears throat> it's kind of more designed to take that impact. I mean, I've seen plenty of people catch that to catch a puck right where the chest protector ends and the pants begin, and they've got this giant welt in the middle of their abs. <laughs> they could have not had it if they got out of the way and let you do your job. Yeah, let, let me take that pack. I've got a big six-pack of plastic and padding right there that's intended to stop it. Right, and I've seen some, some pucks coming at you, so I mean, you're braver than anybody else on the ice. <laughs> Dude, I, I do have a follow-up to that. Um, you know what? What just pisses you off during a game? I mean, you, you know, we were going to talk about some, like, what, what frustrates you just overall, you know, as a goalie, like, but what, what frustrates you to a game besides somebody screening you and getting, get scored on? What, what other things come to mind? Um, really, there's, there's not a whole lot. I mean, goalies tend, one of the big things you learn as a goalie is you got to have quick mental loss. You're going to get beat by a lot of silly goals, a lot of pucks that went in that shouldn't have, but, you're still playing a full 60-minute game. You can't just let that get in your mind and rattle you for right. the rest of the game. Right. But Well, and, and kind of on that note, let me, let me ask this question, Will, because a, a lot of beer leagues uh, are, are like the ones Dave and I play in. Uh, we'll play mm-hmm. on a team with the same guys, but the goaltenders kind of rotate in and out, and they're not assigned to a team. In fact, uh, the way the, the league we play in set up, uh, you have each goaltender for the same amount of time for a game, a period and a half. So, you know, you don't have anyone that you're latched onto. How difficult is that for from a goaltender's perspective to be, uh, you know, not having the same group of guys to where you're not learning tendencies, you guys aren't learning to work together? I mean, how difficult does that make the job? It's a little difficult. You get. Uh, I play uh, right now. I'm playing on the draft team where I've got the same guys right. nine in, nine in. You learn what your defensemen tend to do, and you adjust how you play your game to it. So it does. It does make it a little more difficult. How, how important uh, is communication back there between you and the defenseman in in, in the center that's going to be spending some time near you? Oh, uh, it's very important. If if you've got a you want to make sure your defenseman knows that what your intentions are, so you don't slide and bump into him. Right. And he, again, you don't want to mess. If if you plan on giving up a rebound to your defenseman, you don't want to give it up the wrong way and give it to the wrong person. There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of quick conversations you got to have on the ice. You got to let them know where you're at, where you want them to be at, and vice versa. You want to work together. For the same common goal. Give me some kind of pointers and how do you communicate with your defense 
uh, you know, your couple of defensive in your center, your uh, wingers that are way too deep. How, how do you communicate with that? A lot. It's usually like a one or two word conversation. Like with the defenseman, I'll say, "Watch back door," which means if I'm on the left post, watch my right post for if there's a pass or if a deflection coming through that I can't react fast enough to. Right. Or if uh, we're we're behind the boards, I'll be asking where, 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 or which way, which way. I, I mean, I can see behind me, but only to a certain degree. So I, I want to see where that puck is coming out. And if there's, say, a centerman or a forward out front waiting for a pass that, you know, I have to be ready and react to, I'm looking for what possible outcomes other than the first initial shot. Right, and we need to be there. And that's another thing, man, that, you know, I've noticed uh, the goalie takes a lot. During sitting in the stands at games, uh, playing in the game, playing sitting on the bench, the goalie takes the brunt of everything, and it's 100% not a goalie. So the, these are folks that are yeah. out there wanting to play goalie. It's it's everybody's fault that when we get scored on, and it's everybody's win when we score. Exactly. You know, so, Will, you, you, yeah, you you got to take a lot on your shoulders for some of the crap that we pull up front. You're paying for it in the back end. <laughs> well, let's face it. Even even Mark Andre Fleury, if they're going to uncork seven or eight in a row on him, one of them's going to go in. And they, right. if, if if the rest of the team's not giving any assistance, it's only a matter of time before one of those pucks gets in. I don't care what level you're at. I know that when I'm playing right. defense, I I am constantly hollering back over my shoulder. Can you see? Can you see? Am I in your way? And I will, you know, mm-hmm. can't see. Where do I, you know, then I'll move. I'll, you know, if we're, if it's in the, in the heat of the battle, you don't really have time to go, well, which way would you like me to move? Just freaking move. Just do something to get out of the way. But I, I just, and I, I talk on the ice anyway. I'm jibber jabbering the whole time. So I imagine people probably get tired of hearing that. <laughs> no, I'll say Will does a great job of yelling at everybody. Not in a, you know, negative way, but like the dude has to see. So yeah, continue to. <laughs> we got I, I love a that. lot of games coming up, man. I love that. I think when your team, when your teams are, to- <laughs> when the players are talking to each other, that's that's when you know everybody's engaged and involved in the game and knows what's going on. Uh, yeah, that's a good sign of a good a good team and a good set of teammates that you're willing to communicate. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've played on a team where it's dead silent on the ice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, so it's miserable. It always sets a tone when you're oh, in a yeah. locker room and it's like a funeral and you're like, oh, this is not going to go well at all. Yeah, like I, I've, I've played on teams where no one hangs out after the game and no camaraderie. Yeah. Oh, nothing. Oh, that's, I, oh, that is just makes you pull your hair out. Well, hey, let's yeah, wrap so it up with the, let's wrap it up with this. Well, this is one I, I I've heard for if I've heard it once, I've heard it a hundred times from goaltenders. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a right way and a wrong way to warm up your goaltender in pregame warmups. So bring me your take. How do you? What is the most effective way for for the for the for the boys and gals on the team to warm up you as a goaltender? Uh, most of the time, the goal the goaltender will direct what he wants like if he's waving his glove hand back like like waving saying hi mm-hmm. that means he needs he wants to warm up that glove hand he wants to you know right. get some shots to that side but but the that goalie will let you know like when we when usually you, we open up by going from left to right and then i'm tracing i'm watching i'm watching how that puck and getting relative the relative space idea of where i need to be for the shots that are going to be, I'm going to be seeing tonight. How important is is judging the the speed of the ice that particular night for in, in warm ups as well? It, it it plays a big fa- pack, or I'm sorry, it plays a big part in it. 
if, if I've seen slow ice and I've overreacted to it many times, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a shot and slid all the way to the boards before that puck even comes in a crease. <laughs> and then that just, it just looks so foolish. And then you're like, what am I doing out here? <laughs> one of the West, one of the best ways I've ever seen you warm up, uh, Will, is by not warming up at all. Uh, we had a tournament game for everyone listening. We had a tournament game. Will and I got to the rink just a little bit late. Uh, he was my ride or I was his ride or something. And dude, you had to shut out that game. You just yeah. came in cold. You came in cold. The game was about ready to start. Shut down everybody and had a shutout. So I think that that's continue. We should continue that. Just show up and get on the ice. You know, it, it worked for that game and it worked <laughs> for the most part for the next game. And it, uh, it's been working in the leagues I've been playing in. I, yeah. I still get laughed at for hanging upside down over the boards before before we go out on the ice, but you don't mess with what works. And never there is some truth. There is some yeah. truth to the goalie superstitions that. Well, what was it? Mark Gray said. I know it's. I know he's a baseball player, but never mess with a streak, right? No, yeah. you got to stick with what works. <laughs> well, you know, I'll I'll wrap it up here. Will uh, you know we all got things to do. I know you got things to do, but uh, I'll give you a shout later in this week. But uh, dude, thanks for. Thanks for calling yeah, in, Yeah, really appreciate well, it, Will. You're of our course, first goal yes. sender. And if Thank we, you for having me. Hey, you're welcome, yeah. man. If, and if we had a cool you know, goodie basket to give you, we would, but unfortunately our budget uh-huh. just doesn't permit it. But next time you're down here uh, and we hit Walmart, I'll get the sausage and the hot dog. It's on me this time. Yeah. The sausage well, and the I pizza. Yeah, I got a bag of hugs. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bag of hugs, too. I, I can't wait for that package. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Will Cross, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Take it away, Kelly. Thank you. You have been listening to the Midlife Hockey Crisis Podcast. We'll see you next period. In three...